Good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ, it is Wednesday, it's just after 6 o'clock, it is cold, another frosty morning, I'm a little bit weary Kempi, I'm a little bit worried, next week I get my knee done and I'm going to be on crutches for two months, now I've just got to, I keep having nightmares about crutching my way out on that deck. When it's frosty, frozen, and just absolutely do falling back on my back and just going. Just don't do yeah. it. Get a wheelchair. It's easier. I can't get a wheelchair, Kempi. <laughs> you can't need, get a you'll wheelchair. You'll need one. I'm telling you, you'll need one after that operation because I've been there and done that and I was on those crutches for 18 months. And, uh, no. Mate, I was. That was an absolute nightmare. That exact same operation, but yeah, you want to be really careful on those crutches, mate, because they are very slippery, and they could set you back if you do uh, if you do find yourself falling over. Just make sure you let go, let go, and take the <laughs> take the weight. You know what I mean? Not on your arms because you need your arms to hold those crutches. <laughs> so, what? Take the weight on my leg? Oh, not your leg on your. I guess on your <laughs> on your bum, if anywhere, if on you're going to be falling backwards. Um, yeah, mate, eighteen it's a big months. One. Oh, yeah, look, I, look. it was probably, you know, given my age, I probably should have just had a knee replacement, but they mm. sort of talked me into... How old were you when you got it done? Oh, I actually only got it done... I only actually got it done just on three years ago. And uh, oh, okay. so I'm going to yep. go... I am going to go and eventually get another knee replacement. But, yeah, no, it's not a... It's not a um, it's not a, an, I guess, an operation that you just go in and come out overnight. You'll be in there for oh, two nah. or three days and... You got a bit of a recovery uh, to be doing too, and I know you want to get that type of operation an osteotomy because you want to run again and and be able to bear that weight on your knee for a number of, number of more years. So hopefully it works out for you. It is a, a serious yep. operation, I can tell you that now. Um, and yeah, just uh, lots of rehab. I'm a little bit worried, Kempi. <laughs> a little bit nervous. Yeah, like you, you know what it, you know what it entails and. I'm I'm a little bit nervous, but um, I just want to get a bit of normality back. It's absolutely an agony this knee, and it's been for a wee while. And once I get it done, and hopefully get some normality back and start being able to run around with the kids. And because I think at the moment Arlo's pretty close to beating me in a running race, and I cannot have that happen. Yeah, and not have no, that you happen. Well, so I need that, to make a comeback. Not that early. At least I waited till my daughter was eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before and she, we went around. We used to do this this walk around the block, you know, out at Coatesville, and used to go around and used to run between posts. So you know, you'd run one post and walk one post, run one post, walk one post, and mate, she was a, she was very quick. You know, she 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 um, went to the Auckland Sprint Champs and just a really quick little kid. And I remember her saying, "Yeah, let's have a race." And okay, best of three, best of three. And I used to do that with her. All the time, you know, best of three, I get her six and seven. And anyway, she's eight, mate, and she's sort of got a little bit of size about her. And I got her on the first one, and she got me on the second one. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, she got me, mate. Dead got me on the second one. And we're coming down, and I said, rightio. And she's like, come on, one more. One. She knew. She knew in her head that she had just about got me. And uh, I said, okay, we had like three false starts, I think it was, because I was like, I jumped yeah. the gun, then she jumped the gun. <laughs> I said, no, nah, no cheating. And I got her, mate, by a whisker at the at the post, <laughs> and we get home. And she goes, I won that. And I went, no, you didn't. I won that. It was just a massive argument. <laughs> and she, get, she got home to her mother, and she goes, 
Oh, he's a cheat, Dad. He, he cheated. He got me. Never raced her again, mate. <laughs> that was '88. As soon as you, as soon as they get you, they, you don't want to be living that one down. I don't. I don't want to. I at least get away for double figures before even Arlo takes the title off me. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. Morning, Rick Dog. How are you? Yeah, good, brother. Good. Uh, we've already had some advice come through you on uh, through for you on the old uh, uh, text line, the Temper Bedpost text line. Is he get a length of anti slip matting? Put it on the deck temporarily or permanently. It's cheap and easy. Would be a shame oh, awesome. to slip when you're all mended as well. Try Bunnings. Thank you so much. Yeah, my wife actually said that, but she was actually paying me out. She's like, don't worry, we'll get the red carpet out for you, Mr. Dag. <laughs> Just ripping into me. King Dag. But that's a great, great idea. We'll go down and get some anti-slip mat. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm yeah, be careful on those crutches because anyway. they are, mate. They, they get a little bit of water underneath them on those, those rubber Yeah, I fell over pieces. in the bath last year. Yeah. What were you doing with your crutches in the bath? Oh, I was going to have a bath. Oh, <laughs> Well, I think I was going to the toilet. I was going to the toilet, and I fell over, and I went on my foot. Oh, man, it was yeah, wasn't good. So it's, it's pretty dangerous. But anyway, that's all right. Well, we'll get to that. It's next next Tuesday. I'm going to join the show at 6 a.m. till half past six. And I'm, I'm first up next Tuesday, 8 a.m. Of course you are. You're get the, the knee done. <laughs> is, that, is, that this Tuesday, is that this Tuesday coming, you mean? Like a week to yesterday, like yeah. In, yeah, okay. Because Kempi's not going to be yesterday. here either. Yeah, no, no, I'm back. Mm. I'm oh, back you're back. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. you're back Tuesday. Yes, no, okay. we all sorted that out. Well, right. the, well, the king was having his cup of tea and cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> I was sorting that out. I was sorting that out with the boss to make sure that I was here because he's leaving at half past six. So, no, Rick. Unfortunately, you got me again until uh, Daggy goes and sleeps off that uh, that nice little sleeping juice he gets to get that knee fixed, and then uh, he'd be joining us after after that. Be good to talk to him actually to see how the operation goes, mate. So don't be don't be too nervous, Daggy. I'm pretty sure you got the best yeah. in New Zealand looking after you, and uh, yeah, I, I dare say you got the penthouse at the at the private hospital as well. <laughs> <laughs> you just love having subtle dang things at rugby players, don't you? You love it. Oh, you want to try, oh. the, you want to try the public system? It's awesome. <laughs> we, you know, we're not we're not the ones going around out there and causing ruckus on the streets and doing things. You paint your own pictures over there in the NRL, there, Kempi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and talk about that. What about the NRL? They're going off at the moment. Griffin gets the axe yesterday. There's like. No one shows up to the media conference. Um, they throw a couple of players at it that weren't ready for the questions, as you would as you would know. But even bigger news out of that, and we picked it on Monday. Todd Smith got punted, the referee mm. that um, mm. came up against the the sponsor, the Warriors sponsor, uh, when he when he basically challenged him, and then had that game last week, which was a shocker. And we said that on Monday, yep. he'd be lucky to hold his job. He actually gets punted back. Into uh, I don't know whether it's root reserve grade or gets stood down for the week. So uh, he's he's running he's a line. standby. He's a touch judge. Yeah, he's, he's a touchy. Yeah. Well, you know this. I guess you know we said that earlier on in the year. Me and Sam on running it straight, which is on this afternoon at three o'clock. If you want to listen to some rugby league, that it's going to come down if they don't sort this referee issue out to to costing someone in the finals. You know whether it's going to cost them getting into the finals or definitely a play in the final. Um, these referee calls are just some of them you just can't pick. And if you look at the game on the weekend, I know there was the Melbourne game um, as one of them, where Melbourne got home against Brisbane. But the other one was Newcastle and the Titans. Like that game was really tight until um, 
the Titans lost the player and they, they scored a couple of tries and, you know, you look at that those decisions and go, that consistency rule just isn't really working at the moment in the NRL and, you know, now we're starting to see we're halfway through the season and finally they punt one of the referees because of a poor decision. I, look, I think we're going to see more of this as an issue going I was, was going to say, it's not just one poor decision. This Did you, did you see, like, Annesley actually um, mm, pretty much roasted them. You know, he said, not only is this, so Patrick Harrigan got binned for an alleged hip drop that, that he didn't even get sanctioned for in the end. The review committee threw it out. Uh, he also said that Corey Pakes, um, his try shouldn't have been awarded due to interference from Tom Flegler. He also said they made the wrong call and when they chose not to award a try to Xavier Coates, um, when it actually came off Justin Ollum's head, not a knock-on. Oh, and I Reece, was watching that and I was thinking, where are they going? Like, Justin Ollum didn't, like, you can't hit it. You can't, um, yeah. you know, because if you want to look on YouTube, Georgie Mann does it, mate. Georgie Mann scores a try for St. Helens. They tap the ball and the guy picks it up and heads it over the try line and Georgie Mann runs through for St. Helens and puts it down. They, they were just playing to the rules, so they changed the rules. You can't deliberately hit it. Yep. Well, Justin Ollum just hit the ball. It just hit him because the ball was going across him. It was a try, mate. I'm going, where did you guys pull that one from? Yeah, and also Reese Walsh's shoulder charge on Ollum should have been penalised and was not. So that's five errors from that from that referee in one game, which all of a sudden you've got to say, uh, Jason Paris's lawyers uh, can be disengaged because the referees aren't <laughs> going to be taking him to court uh, after that, you wouldn't have thought. Yes, uh, yeah, like a little bit of, little bit of um, I guess, bitter, bitter sweet there, isn't it? A, a week after mm. what actually Jason Paris was saying. So um, we knew Anthony Griffin was on, on a tightrope too and he finally got his marching orders yesterday for St George. It'd be interesting actually to see who comes up here. Uh, it's it's a really bad time for coaches at the moment. There's a few of them under the pump, but old Hooky's been uh, given the hook from St George. They reckon Jason Rolls out of uh, Sydney City and mm. Melbourne is the next kid. He, he actually played for St George and played um, for New South Wales out of St George. So uh, he'd, he'd probably be the favourite. But my pick is that they might go for someone with a little bit more teeth coming out of coming out of this um, bit, of, bit of issue, like a Desi Hazel or even a Flanagan. You know, I reckon Oof. those two will be in, in, in with a shot as well. So now, do they go with the, the young guys or do they go with the tried and tested? Well, I was going to say, the other guy yeah. that I was thinking about and now I've completely blanked on his surname, who was the... Who was the Cronulla coach before Fitzgibbon? John uh, X Sharks. Lang. Point. Nah, nah. Um, he did a couple. John of seasons. Morris. John Morris. You know, yeah. I mean, I didn't think mm. I didn't think he deserved to get punted from the Sharks. He yeah, did well, a pretty he, good job at the Sharks. Yeah, well, they they all throw their hats back into the ring, but sometimes it's harder to get on that merry-go-round than it is to get off it, unless you've been hooked off. So, um, no doubt there'll be a few few come up for, for that mm. role. You know, you've got Nathan Brown in the background too. He's an old St. George boy, whether or not they put uh, his name back yeah. in the ring. But, geez, there's a lot going on in the NRL at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Gordy Tallis with Paul, the Paul Kent saga um, happening as well. That's just going absolute nuts on, on all the socials. And oh, then it's we've crazy, Kimpy. Our boys taking a weekend all, off. All the, all the players are coming out because, you know, you think Paul Kent, he's pretty up front. Bangs are right on the front of the nose when they make decisions on the field and off the field. Well, Sonny Bill's come out and had a little tweet about that uh, little situation, and it's pretty much on the money, really. I'll read it for you. Uh, here we go. A sports journalist has never shone away from pointing the finger at an athlete player questioning their morals and ethics when they messed up. Someone who, who has always held the players accountable for their actions off 
the field needs to be held to account for his also. Obviously a lot going on, and we only know little bits about that current situation, but it's not ideal, and uh, it's not a good situation that uh, Paul Kent faces, but... um, yeah, I guess time will tell, and yeah, he's been pretty direct. Well, I was walking the the golf fairways yesterday, and as and we were just having a little talk about. It. We couldn't believe what what went on, and then we were just thinking, man, imagine being those players that he's just ripped to shreds, and they're just there licking their lips, going, mm, "We've been waiting <laughs> for this opportunity. We've <laughs> been waiting for this opportunity." Oh yeah, just, James Maloney came out the same with Sonny Bill mm. um, on the weekend. Mate, mm. there's a lot of them. A lot of the players who have been in the firing um, line and who don't like the way that he's been um, handling it, and, and I guess you know, for it's journalism, you do you do tend to put your your um, yourself yeah, you out yourself there out a bit. There. But mm. you know, this one here is a. I, I guess you know, they're not going to sweep it under the carpet. The players ain't going to let that happen. No, well, exactly. I, that, I was going to say it's a bit of Schnadenfreude, right? It's the, because there's a lot of people, a lot of league fans who don't like Paul Kent as well because of the way he. Uh, behaves as a journalist, I suppose, and the stories he kind of puts out there and the things that he says. And so, yeah, there's a lot of people revelling in, in his, uh, well, so I guess, down, the well, start of his Well, that's their front, hey, Rick. Yeah. That's their front. Like, you look at Stephen A. Smith over in the NBA. Yep. He's always coming out. He's just banging players. He's creating headlines. That's that's Paul Kent. You need that in the media. It creates a bit of balance. And it gets the views. It's the reads at in the end of the day. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big lot going on, Kempi and, and, and Rick. So we're going to let everyone know what we've got going on in the show. What have we got coming up? Yeah, well, mate, it's a big show today. At 7 o'clock, we're going up to La Rochelle, and we're going to catch up with some of our old All Blacks uh, from now until the World Cup. Tawera Kerbalo will be joining us. We're going to talk state of origin just before 8 o'clock because you got New South Wales, and I know you're struggling to pick mm. your team. You're probably going to put a couple of players that don't deserve to be in there, but we'll have a look at I'm that. not struggling to pick just, my team, Kimby. I was just eight. asking you about this, 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 and that. Queenslander. That's all I'll say. Anyway, <laughs> Angus Hamilton will join us because he's pretty good at picking <laughs> odds. We like to get people paid. He'll give us the PGA um Betting odds, I've actually picked mine already, so I'll let mine out after 8 o'clock. And Ja'Cory McLaughlin, this young kid that um, Brent Matahari spoke to me and you about when we went down to Otago to do the Chemist Warehouse and catch up with Otago Nuggets. They'd just signed him. Remember, they wouldn't give us his name. Well, he's come out on the weekend and put 31 points um, through the hoops, and, and he'll join us. We've done a good job, and Joseph at the back in the kitchen getting this young fellow on. I'm looking forward to, to talking to him. Apparently a future NBA player. Uh, we've got all our usual catch-ups with Paulie Mawadi and, and Smithy later on. Off the back fence, and uh, yeah, it's just more of Izzy and Kimmy for breakfast. Tune in. Beautiful. Well, I better put my Todd Withers uh, singlet on, because you didn't get one of those, eh? Oh, well, I did, but I gave it to Jake, you know, because Jake, our little producer there, was probably probably looking better in it than that extra small than I did when I tried to put it on. It's a bit, it's a bit tight. It's a bit tight, I must say. Yeah, get, must in, the say gym, get in the gym, Todd. 